There's something coming in. There's something coming in. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Brain gets smaller, but your head gets dumb. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rewatch Podcast. My name is Samuel. And I'm Jaden. And this is a podcast where we rewatch classic or current films weekly and then decide whether they deserve a rewatch from you. This week, we rewatched Shrek. Yes. <laughs> what a fantastic movie. It's a classic. Uh, 2001, it was released. So you were right in the previous podcast. This was yep. released before we were, in fact, born. Um, so it's an American animation comedy film, I guess, um, loosely based on a book, which um, I did not know. Um, we just found out then mm-hmm. that Steven Spielberg was involved with somehow. Um, but yeah, so Getting it stars the right Mike. To the, yeah. Yeah. So Mike Myers is obviously Shrek. Eddie Murphy is Donkey, um, who's fantastic. Uh, Cameron Diaz is Princess Fiona. Mm-hmm. Um, and John... Lithgow as um, Lord Farquaad. Um, so they're the lead characters in this movie, and it tells the story of an ogre called Shrek who finds his swamp overrun by fairy tale creatures who have been banished by the corrupt Lord Farquaad, who's a corrupt um, official who's aspiring to be king. Mm-hmm. And the book, I mean, the film rather, follows uh, Shrek as he goes on a bit of an adventure to rescue Princess in a deal with this corrupt king um to get back his swamp yeah from all the so, fairy tale creatures yes yeah, so here we go what what were your general thoughts when re-watching this movie um before we start that i probably wanted to just touch on obviously a lot of the characters we see in this film are disney um disney holds the rights to them and i think that also continues in further films with Cinderella and such. Um, I think we see a sleeping beauty in this one. I was really yeah. curious as to how they probably got the rights to these characters because yeah. I think DreamWorks is kind of the arch enemy of, you know, Pixar <laughs> and Disney. So yeah, I don't know how they actually got those rights. Yeah. So I just like gave it a quick search before and, because they're like parodies of the characters, like, but I mean, so they're not like actually using the characters yeah. per se, but, but I mean, they do like use the names. So That's like, what I'm thinking. Yeah. So like all the cameos that we have in this movie. So we have the Wicked Witch of the West. So it's obviously to do with Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Um, don't know if that's owned by Disney. I don't think it is actually, but um, we have the Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. Um, we have the Three Bears, so another fairy tale. Um, mm-hmm. We have Pinocchio. We oh, have Pinocchio, Peter yeah. Pan, who's definitely Disney property. Yep. Um, the Three Fairies from Sleeping Beauty and as well Sleeping Beauty herself. Mm-hmm. Um, Robin Hood. And, I mean, lots of other different, you know, references yeah. to various things. So, I mean, I, I thought that was great, you know, seeing all these Disney characters pop up but yeah yeah 
God knows how they actually did that legally. Mm. <laughs> well, I think you can like you can parody a certain like character. You know, yeah yeah but i don't know them because they must not be able to own it like there's no way disney says you know here competition you can yeah. use my characters yeah. so um but yeah no i thought they were great anyway <laughs> it, it must have been so early on that you know establishing the rights to these sort of characters wasn't really considered a threat because i think shrek must have been one of the first dreamworks films so I think Disney didn't really have a threat at that point in time. They didn't really have to worry about, you know, keeping their um, characters' rights so close to themselves. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. No, um, Shrek actually refers to Snow White as a dead broad at one stage in this movie. <laughs> He's like, get the dead broad off the table because <laughs> Snow White's like... I do remember that, yeah. ...his table. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, Shrek's very rude to various Disney properties. So, we like that A+. plus. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, what are, you, what are your general thoughts, like, specific, like, spoiler-free, I guess? I mean, we don't really need to be too careful with Shrek. I mean, everyone's seen it, yeah. I imagine. So, um, so there's no real spoiler warning necessary, I don't think. But, yeah, I think we just continue on without the spoiler warning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 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 you enjoyed it, so yeah, yeah, I, I did. I I do like the second film more, um, and that's probably because of the way they improved on the animation and the story. Um, but nevertheless, I mean, Shrek's a classic. It's a classic animated film. Um, so yeah, it's it's a great film. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you just said. I do think Shrek 2 is is just as good, if not better. Yeah. Um, definitely more exciting and builds off it. But, you know, everyone's got to start somewhere. And this is, this is you know, quite a fine way to start off your Shrek movies of mm-hmm. 1 and 2 because this small we don't really care about what comes after that. No. <laughs> um, I mean, I haven't seen any of them, so... I can't exactly comment. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they're not too good. Uh, yeah, I've heard it went well downhill. All right, so let's start at the very start of this movie. What an awesome intro we oh. get of somebody once told Smash me. Smash Mouth All-Star. <laughs> Fantastic. What movie. an introduction. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shrek's just, you know, going about his thing. He's reading the fairy tale at the start. He's like, like that's ever going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Um, oh. I love that. What a bang over an intro. I love the memes that came out of this film as well. Oh, fantastic. There's so yeah. many. Like that's ever going to happen. Yeah. Um, and what did you think of like the animation style? Because obviously this movie is released in 2001. So, you know, it, it looks a bit dated, but do you think it still holds up? For its time. I mean, this must have been revolutionary to have this sort of animation and I mean things mm. such as you know donkeys um fur probably would have been like really hard to do back in the day but now you yeah. look at you know films like Toy Story 4 I think I saw Insider do a video on it into how much depth they go into you know creating the single furs or the single hairs on each character so they've definitely come a long way since but I I, I would still say that it holds up to a degree um, it's just not as good as, you know, what animators can achieve now with the technology. Yeah, 100%. I think it does look a bit dated in certain areas, but I mean, it doesn't take you out of the movie per se, you know, no. like it's not, it's not that bad that, you know, it ruins the experience or the story yeah. or anything like that. Um, but yeah, animation has really 
gotten to a stage where it can't really get any better. Mm. Um, like in terms of like, you know, your Disney Pixar movies, like if they get just, any better, it's going to start, you know, looking like yeah, more real, real, realistic. And that kind of takes away from the animated sort of feel of it. Yeah. Like when we were rewatching Onward um, just a couple of days ago, there are certain shots in that movie that you could, you know, adjust as good as, as real life. I, I would you know, say that I couldn't distinguish them from real yeah. life in some cases. Yeah. Yeah. So animation certainly come a long way. Um, but I mean, yeah, it, it probably was revolutionary for its time and it sort of holds up, which is a testament. I mean, 2001, you know, we, yeah. we weren't born. So yeah, crazy, you know, <laughs> Attack of the Clones came out a year later. <laughs> uh, so, I think we know what's going better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least they had Shrek, you know, in the 2001, 2002. Yeah couple of years you know they had some good ones they had some bad ones yeah um so let's talk about i mean we've touched a bit on shrek uh, what did you think of donkey in this movie so obviously um shrek bumps into donkey um at a very at the very start of the movie and sort of you know follows them the entire time mm-hmm. and sort of become this like duo mm-hmm. um dynamic duo of you know two sides of the same coin i guess like they're yeah. very different um, so did, did you enjoy Don- Donkey in this movie? Um, I loved Eddie Murphy's Donkey. And I think having a, a black comedian to play this role is perfect. Like Eddie Murphy, I love his stand-up. Um, and, you know, it's such a weird sort of pick for a character. Like you wouldn't think, you know, um, we're going to make a fairy tale sort of film. You know, we're going to have a donkey as one of the main characters. Like it's... It's kind yeah. of not the first pick, but I think it ended up being, you know, one of the best, if not the best character in the film. I think it probably tops um, Shrek's character, to be honest. Yeah, and they definitely, like, work off each other. Like, yeah. if you isolate the two, Donkey's sort of just annoying on his own. Yeah. Whereas, like, and Shrek's just not funny on his own. Like, it's the the, the humour in the movie is, like, the back and forth yeah. between them, you know? So... So yeah, such a such a great duo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really enjoyed really enjoyed that. I found Donkey is just fantastic, isn't it? You yeah. Um, and obviously the dynamic between Shrek and, and him is just it's iconic, really. Yeah. yeah. Um I want to touch on the fact so obviously Shrek's gone back to his home. Um he's just chilling, and then suddenly um Snow White and her seven dwarves and like she has like these mice carrying her around. Yeah. And all of the mice are British for some reason. I just thought it was so funny. That's the three blind mice, isn't it? Oh, it probably is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they were blind, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And they all had their, um, their like, their canes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was really funny as well. There's so many, like, good pieces of humor in this movie. Yeah. So, yeah, really, really. A plus for humor, I guess. Um, Yeah, for something that, it like, it on the inside, it looks like a... I should say on the outside, sorry, on the outside, it looks like a kid's film and it is probably intended mm. to, for kids. But the amount of adult humor that they squash into this film, watching it, you know, years later, you can really pick up on it. Yeah, I never picked up on any of the things that I picked up on. When you were that young, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. But it's really a great example of a movie that can be enjoyed by both adults and 
yeah. children. And I think that's what um, makes it so, you know, such a classic film. You know, when parents show this to the kids for the first time, it, it's easy to watch together because they'll be able to pick up on that humour. Yeah, and the kids, like, don't understand why the parents are laughing. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but, but they are laughing at, you know, the sort of the more kiddish humour of Donkey and etc. Yeah. you know. So, um, yeah, so fantastic. Can be enjoyed, enjoyed by everyone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the scene where Lord Farquaad is um, interrogating the gingerbread man. Mm. And, um, <laughs> and Lord Farquaad's trying to find out more about the princess. And, and the gingerbread man's like, do you know the muffin man? Yeah. And then, then Lord Fark was like, the muffin man? And then and then gingerbread man's like, the muffin man. And it's like in the tone yeah. of the nursery rhyme. Yeah. And then they do it again. He lives and, in Drury Lane, yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> gingerbread man's like, she's married to the muffin man. The muffin man? The muffin man. Like, yeah. It's fantastic. Um, it, It's so subtle. Um, but if you know the nursery rhyme, it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, oh, the one that lives on Jury Lane. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, really, yeah, top-notch humour, to be honest. Mm. Um, and we get the iconic line of Lord Farquaad in this movie of, some of you may die, yeah. but it's a sacrifice <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to make. make. <laughs> it just comes, so, it comes across so, like, ignorant. <laughs> yeah Lord Farquaad's hilarious yeah I think John Lithgow Gal John Lithgow really did a good job of sort of creating that character yeah so that's obviously like his line there is said in the scene where Shrek and Donkey rock up to the castle and yeah you know they begin to fight the knights which eventually leads them to go and rescue the princess and um the scene where Shrek is taking on the knights is is pretty pretty awesome yeah um, the music behind it is fantastic as well yeah um can't exactly remember what the song is but bad reputation um, oh yeah that's the one and um so yeah 10 out of 10 for music for me i love that scene so much <laughs> yeah it's iconic so many so many scenes are just iconic we also get really. that line where um i think lord farquaad's like get that hideous creature out of here and then shrek's like oh that's not a very nice thing to say about the donkey <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's there's so many good lines that Shrek delivers on. <laughs> yeah, and then there's the whole um ogres are like onions thing as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's fantastic as well. So yeah, and then every, you know, you can't really go five minutes without like having a, an iconic scene or like yeah. an iconic line. This this movie in particular has been memed so much that <laughs> every scene feels like a meme, even if it isn't one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what did you think of the scene where they go and rescue the princess? So they obviously start to begin their quest to get back Shrek's swamp. Oh yeah. Um, and they um, they're tasked with going into the castle to retrieve the princess. Yeah. Um, so what what what, did, what was your thoughts on that scene watching it again? Um, I feel like it was done so differently. It was really unique. Like every other, you know disney princess rescue that you see you know the dragon's the bad guy and you know um the the actual hero um rescues her but it's just it's really shrek who's this nobody who rescues her and the dragon ends up being you know donkey's 
um, love for some reason, which was a really <laughs> weird decision. Um, but no, I think it was done really well. And, and it was actually quite entertaining to watch because it was also thrilling, even though you know that there wasn't any real um, consequences were going to happen because there's no antagonist in it. You know, the, the dragon's been taken away as the antagonist antagonist yeah the antagonist so the the only real bad threat is the lava which (laughs) which yeah yeah. think about but yeah there's there's no threat in it which makes it again a a child film because they know that nothing bad is going to happen yeah 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 Yeah, no it is like when, when you actually think about it like they're not in that much danger apart from um the the dragon of course but then the dragon, you know, wants to get with donkeys. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I saw I touch on that as well. Um, so obviously um, you and I, we both like to um, discuss a bit of, bit of law, a bit of elements of certain crimes. Uh-huh. Um, let's just talk about um, the sexual assault of the donkey here. So, <laughs> I was watching um, it now. I was like, what? <laughs> so the, um, the dragon like takes away donkey and sort of like, puts him down yeah and donkey is like he's very clear that he's not providing consent yeah in this instance. he's like um i do not give you permission to do this like i think that is the exact line it says something, something very like, familiar to that like, yeah i am not providing consent for this like yeah <laughs> and then she just goes and does it anyway yeah. um so yeah definitely um sexual assault there probably the darkest <laughs> thing in the movie um well one of the darkest things but uh, yeah so a bit bit dodgy bit dodgy there from the dragon yeah but yeah so I, I thought that that's probably like the most weird thing in the movie to be honest but um, that is a very weird relationship to choose <laughs> yes yeah let's not even like try comprehend like how they reproduce and make um yeah let's donkey dragon that. hybrid babies <laughs> um yeah let's just swiftly move on um I will say the shot of all three of them like running away from the dragon. Yeah. Um, this might be a nostalgic thing for me, but no, for I me, that's just know such an iconic about. iconic shot when they're all like running away. It's got this like really cool music in the background and yeah, it's really dramatic and you see the dragon coming and, and there's the fire and yeah. everything like that. Yeah. I just thought that was, you know, really cool watching that again. Bit of nostalgia. Um, so we love that. Mm. Um, the princess is pretty dumb. I will say not to realize that Shrek's an ogre <laughs> before he actually takes his helmet off. Considering um, that she's an ogre as well. It, yeah. <laughs> it's like, how did you not realize this guy's literally like, I think he's like eight foot in universe. <laughs> he's definitely not a human. And I mean, yeah. he's got hands the size of bars. Big green hands. Like, yeah, big green hands. And just, I mean, look through his visor. You can see that. He's not His really. Face is green. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, come on, lift off your helmet so I can see who you are. It's like, well, you can see his eyes. I, it's kind of like his... when like the Incredibles put on their masks. It's like, why yeah. do they even really bother putting on the masks? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a bit funny. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, so then eventually like she she um insists on Shrek taking off his helmet. Yeah. And she then sees the fact that um he is an ogre mm. and 
she sort of like has this contemplation. She's like, oh, you're an ogre. And like, she tries to be offended. Yeah. But like, she's also not. Yeah. Um, But then she just goes straight back to being like super offended and being like, you're an ogre. Like, which is a bit weird considering she's an ogre. But yeah. you can actually see like in her face a bit of like conflict. Like you, mm, can, you can tell sure. that she is hiding something. She was like, she wasn't that disgusted. Yeah that he was an ogre. So that was pretty cool. I mean, that's something that you only sort of pick up when you rewatch and you know. Yeah. It's a, it's, you only pick it up when you watch it for, I don't know how many times I've watched this film, probably like over 15 throughout <laughs> yeah. my childhood. But yeah, yeah, you only really pick on pick up on it, you know, after you've watched it a few times. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so Shrek says to um, the princess after she's disappointed, um, he says, oh, you were expecting Prince Charming, hey? Mm. And then the princess is like, well, yes, actually. And um, that has a literal meaning, which obviously leads into Shrek 2 when we actually get the character of Prince Charming yeah. who is training to rescue the princess and, which I love. and finds out. I love yeah. Prince Charming in that film, man. He's such a great antagonist. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I, I, oh, Shrek 2 is great. I mean, oh, so I want to talk about that, but I'm, I'm not going to talk about it because we're focusing on Shrek. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I want to go on to another sort of sexual assault-related <laughs> um, crime in this movie. Um, so I'm really once they've caught... <laughs> once, once they've... Actually, now that I think about it, there's several... Um, several sexual um dodgy acts committed but yeah um we'll just go on to another one um so when shrek has rescued the princess and they're traveling back to the castle he has the princess over his shoulder and um he actually slaps the princess's um ass at one stage <laughs> um we just don't see it um because the camera like cuts really well like you you yeah, the camera is over his shoulder. You know what's happening. And you just hear a slap. Yeah, and you hear the, you see the princess like go up, and she's like, "How dare you!" Yeah, and then Shrek just like chuckles a bit. Um, so yeah, another thing that the adults will pick up on. Yeah, the kids are like, "What?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it just goes right over their head, like a whoosh moment. But yeah, yeah, you can first time I noticed it on it. Um, Lord Farquaad. Um, he asks his magic mirror to show him the princess. <laughs> the magic mirror is at the end of Lord Farquaad's bed. <laughs> and you can tell the magic mirror is like grimacing. He's like, oh, no, like, oh, do I have to do this? Like, do I have to watch what's about to happen? And Lord Farquaad, like, he, he can see the picture of the princess. And then he lifts up, <laughs> he lifts up the covers and like looks down <laughs> at, you know, what's going on down there. <laughs> weird, I just man. watched that like, on this rewatch and I'm like, what on earth? <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that, but That's I think it was like, probably because I had this film mainly on in the background a bit. Like mm. I definitely would have picked up on that if I had paid attention more. It's crazy. Like I only picked up on it because um the magic mirror like grimaces a bit. Like he sort of knows what's coming. It's probably like the um, tenth time he's done it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so poor magic mirror. He has to watch that. Mm. Um, poor guy. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, another disturbing scene. There's quite a few actually. Um, <laughs> Not another. <laughs> um, 
So, you know, the scene where the princess starts singing and there's a bird and the bird sort of like follows her note. Like, Oh, her, yeah. And then oh. the bird, yeah. Oh. The, the bird tries to do it and then the bird blows up. Yeah. Like, that's a bit disturbing, isn't it? Yeah. So, I don't know. I Even when I was a kid, like, I just found that scene a bit, like, disturbing. Like, the poor bird, like... It's just a just bit of a weird. <laughs> it's a bit of a weird scene. Like it really could have just been cut out completely. Yeah. Um, Moving on. A... I see you've got. I see you've got here. <laughs> Robin Hood. Why is he like Mexican in this? <laughs> is he Mexican? Yeah. I don't know what he is, but he's, he's, he's definitely yeah. not the original Robin Hood, which is probably the oh reason they made him. A different race. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, Robin Hood, like, ambushes the three at <laughs> one stage and um, he breaks out into song. Yeah. And you see I've got a bit of an excerpt of the um, the song here. Yeah. I don't, did you pick up on this at all before <laughs> we read it out? Okay. So, um, so one of the lyrics in the song, so he's saying, I like an honest fight and a saucy little maid. And then he stops singing and then it's like his boys chime in. Yeah. He's like, and they're like, what he's basically saying is he likes to get, and then there's a pause and then another yeah. one pops you, up you, and says, think paid. you know what it's going to say. Yeah, because he says the first line, like, you know how rappers, they say words weirdly to sort of rhyme with yeah. words that don't really rhyme. So like he doesn't really M&M pronounce. Yeah. I mean, orange with door hinge or something yeah yeah yeah. um so like when he says maid so like that's the end word so he says i like an honest fight and a saucy little maid Mm -hmm. he doesn't say like maid like with the a in the middle he says like maid he says it really fast yeah so that it rhymes with head right yeah so it's like i like an honest fight and a saucy little maid but he says it so fast and then they're like what he's basically saying is he likes to get, and then the obvious inclusion is head. Yeah, and, well, I, I thought it would have been looking at the actual um, sort of writing. I thought it would have been laid. Wouldn't that make more sense? Oh, maybe it is laid. I think yeah. it would be that. Yeah, it's either one or yeah. <laughs> but definitely, uh, definitely. But yeah, I see. I thought obviously everybody's going to have something different. It's a bit ambiguous, but... Um, but yeah, so I, I thought it was head, but I mean, either way, it still works, doesn't it? Yeah, either way, it's got the sexual innuendo type. Yeah. Of, yeah. Um. So yeah, I thought that was that was quite funny. Yeah. And um, the fact that we get different things from that as well is, I don't know, probably a testament to the movie itself. Mm. Um. It's rude enough for you to be alive when no one wants you to be. That's a, <laughs> that's a line from Who Lord Farquaad. Lord Farquaad. <laughs> So, man. so we're jumping towards like the end of the film. Um, we sort of haven't really touched on the character elements. I guess we'll go back to them in a bit, but we're just running through the funny things at the moment. So mm-hmm. Shrek bursts into the wedding of Lord Farquaad and um, I object. And Princess Fiona, yeah, and says, I object. And Lord Farquaad's like, it's rude for you. It's rude <laughs> oh. enough for you to be alive <laughs> when no one wants you to be. That's so bad. <laughs> He's such a bad guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's in the final sequence. But um, what did you think of sort of like Princess Fiona's um, character development and the fact that she's an actual ogre and 
you know i think i think from uh the scene where i think from the very time that i saw her blow up a frog or something i kind of knew something was up um yeah and i think from then we also kind of figured out that you know she probably is going to come with shrek in the end um it's the ending everyone was rooting for and obviously it's a children child's film so they're going to go that way um but i do think that fiona's arc in the film was actually done really well i mean i think in in ways you know it's better than shrek's and donkeys because she just evolves so much over you know the the portion of the film from the very first time we see her she's so against it she's like oh you're you're an ogre you're not supposed to rescue me you know i want prince charming and then towards the end she's you know flipped it completely yeah yeah become true love's form or something like um, yeah i think that's referenced somewhere yeah something like that like obviously at the end she's supposed to turn into um like her most desired yeah. form like obviously she's half ogre half human mm-hmm. and she turns into an ogre so um i think it's it's a sort of a message about um embracing who you are like and your looks mm. like looks on everything yeah um i think that's sort of like the modern theme that they were trying to go for but they don't really you know it's not a, it's not really about that it's sort of just a, a nice story to be honest yeah um of like you know, just being who you are, I guess. Um, mm. And yeah, every, as you said, like they all have pretty decent arcs. Like um, Donkey has a bit of character development. Shrek obviously becomes um, a bit more like loving and um, he doesn't isolate himself anymore from friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we're going to watch this movie again, we're not going to exactly watch it for the plot. We're going to watch it for the the adult humor yeah. <laughs> um that used to go over our heads as kids yeah um so yeah do you have any other thought, thoughts before we head into our famous music segment um no i think we just move straight along all right so this week um for those of you who do not know we have a playlist called the rewatch playlist mm-hmm. um it's a playlist that, which every week we available add on a maximum of two Yep, um, link in the description below. So every week we add a maximum of two songs, a minimum of one song from from every movie mm-hmm. um, that we watched. Um, so this week, because the music in this movie is fantastic, I mean, it's 10 out of 10, really. Yeah. Like, some of it's not original music, sure, but, um, you know, the music they do use is... Like, no, I think, I think a lot of it's like, original. Main... I think it's all original, isn't it? Yeah, I think that there are definitely some original. No, like it's all made well, for the film. I don't know. Do you think Smash Mouth like they made were made for the film for Shrek? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then all all credit all credit to them for that. Then yeah, um, fantastic. Ten out of ten. Um, it just seems so, so weird because the f- going in this week. So we- I was going to say it seems so weird because you know the the song seems so old that you wouldn't really think it's made for the film, but I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure it is. Yeah, see, I thought they were, like, just classic hits that have then been adapted no. to the movie. Like, yeah. you know, how you know, they'd use, like, some new movies now, they'd use, like, classic hits yeah. to sort of, like, 
drawing a certain audience but i mean if these are made for the the movie then that's fantastic like yeah um, all the credit to the movie for that i do think um, that i'm so, a yeah believer. so the two songs oh. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I keep cutting you off i do think that i'm a believer was originally made by the monkeys which i think is a um a new rendition of it um but i think smash milk's oh, okay. all star is completely new Okay, cool. Now you uh, talk. Well, I'm going to say the two now, so don't cut me off again. Um, <laughs> so the two songs going in, obviously, I'm a believer. It plays at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of like the credit song. Um, but regardless, um, it's an absolute banger. It's going in. And then, of course, we have to put All Star in. Um, obviously, the song at the very start of the movie um, gives us the awesome backing track to that fantastic introduction to Shrek and his swamp and yeah. his life as an ogre. Um, so yeah, can't really fault the music in this movie at all. It's fantastic. Mm. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, so what, what are your sort of your general thoughts? Um, after you've done those and we've given our rating, I just want to have a discussion about whether we think the Shrek movies are the best animated films of all time, but we'll, (laughs) we'll provide your, um, provide your general thoughts before you give us your rating. Um, okay. I think it's refreshing to get a, a sort of film that, you know, plays on the sort of idea of, you know, a, a fairy tale with a perfect ending and such, you know, it's, it's unique, it's done differently. Um, and for the time that it came out as well, you wouldn't have expected it. Um, I love the cast of the film. I think it was well picked. Um, but Shrek, it's, it definitely kind of falls down a bit over time in comparison to you know the other films that DreamWorks has made which i think you've written out some of them here um and i do think that shrek does overall it by quite a lot which i don't think you're going to agree with but that's fine um so i, mm. I would rate shrek a b tier and obviously that kind of hints as okay. to what i would put shrek 2 as in the future when we ever do a podcast on that yeah 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 see i haven't watched shrek 2 in as long as watching the first one so i was going like obviously i know that shrek 2 you know whatever i give this movie shrek 2 is going to be either the same or better um Mm -hmm. but yeah for me like this is the best dreamworks production you know probably apart from shrek 2 you know that dreamworks has ever made you know they've sort of in this instance, like DreamWorks sort of reached a height that they never really were able to sustain, in my opinion, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, like this movie and Shrek 2 are absolute classics. Um, yeah. And like for me personally, um, they don't really compare to, you know, your Madagascars, your How to Train Your Dragon. Don't get me wrong, though. The How to Train Your Dragon movies are good, but they're not, you know, they're not movies that, you know, we're going to be showing younger people Mm -hmm. in, you know, 10 years time, 50 years time or whatever, you know, when we're all old and we're like, this is the movie of my time, Yeah, you know? So, um, and I think Kung Fu Panda probably comes close for me, but it's still like so far off. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think Shrek is a classic and I think it can be enjoyed by like obviously all ages because of the humor. Yeah. And I think it will remain a classic for many years to come. Um, so yeah, humor that appeals to both young and old audiences, uh, interesting cameos from everyone's favorite fairy tale characters 
um, and fantastic music earn Shrek an A-tier ranking from me. Um, and Ooh. it was never in doubt, to be honest, for me. So we've had our first split decision. Yeah. Uh, what a movie to, to, to you know, split on. Yeah. Uh, I thought, you know, it was going to come down to, you know, a more complex movie for us to have differing opinions. But, uh, well, you know, had to have a split decision Eventually sometimes. Eventually it was going to happen, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, it's an A-tier for me. Um, so why is it not the best animated film of all time for you? Um, or why is it not an A tier for you? Why is it not an A tier? Okay. Mm. Um, I'm basically just doing it off the fact that, you know, there is room for improvement. And in my mind, you know, 10 out of 10 A rating is going to be very close to a perfect film. There's many things that they, you know, could have done a hell of a lot better. Um, for starters, obviously the animation, but obviously back in the time, you know, this was probably the best they could have achieved. Mm. But the animation is just, it falls a bit in comparison to what they can make now. Um, but basically everything else is, you know, done really incredible. I mean, the acting, the, the, um, the music, the, the story, the actual characters, it's, it's a really well done it's just the second film does it a lot better and yeah, the animation okay. just isn't the best that it probably should so, be. So you think it just like suffers in comparison to the sequel? Yeah. And the, you know, it, yeah. it's a bit of a biased rating because you know, you can have two A tier films. I just don't view Shrek as a 10 out of 10 film. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I respect that. Uh, yeah. I've no problem with that. Like I'm not going to go out of my way to try push you up or anything like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as to if I think this is the one of the best animated films of all time, I think it's certainly up there. I don't think it takes top spot by a long way. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, I think yeah, it'll depend on Shrek 2. I think Shrek 2 probably got a better chance of getting up, you know, into the, yeah. those top sort of rankings with, um, well, for me, like the likes of Toy Story, Finding Nemo probably, um, uh-huh. you know, those legendary animated films. Um so yeah, I think Shrek, Shrek and Shrek Two are definitely up there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think Shrek Two is better. However, um, that'll be that'll have to be a discussion we have for when we um rewatch the second one. I do think that um, Shrek in terms of its um the rating I gave it is very similar to um Revenge of the Sith in a way. You know, it's both movies are very memeable. They both um have great music um and by no means is this any sort of indication as to what i'm going to rate revenge of the sith <laughs> but um you know it's it's not the best sort of movie in terms of the story but it's okay. so entertaining to watch um yeah yeah so that's also another reason that you know shrek's kind of fell back a bit but yeah fair enough yeah, yeah i think you know, at the end of the day, like we try hard to give sort of like an object objective review, yeah. but there really isn't such thing as an objective review. You know, you go to like places like Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes and everything, they can sort of give you a general idea. But at the end of the day, no one can review a movie objectively. Um, you know, it's all about, you know, your prior experiences with similar films and mm-hmm. what you like and what you don't like. So, um, 
so yeah, I mean, being objectively as possible, but obviously we're influenced by what we like and what we don't like. Um, yeah. But yeah, so for me, it's an A. For you, it's a B. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's absolutely fine. Yep. All right. Um, for the viewers, if you'd like to follow us on Instagram, um, you can do so at the Rewatch Pod. Um, we'll be announcing our next episode on there shortly. Jaden's hinted to it already. So yeah. Um, Stay tuned. We're um, finishing off the prequel trilogy. It's going to be fantastic. I'm looking forward to watching that movie again, man. It's yeah, really good. Yeah, and then we'll move on to Holy something news. else rather than Star Wars and yeah. Marvel. Well, that's because Solo's next. So yeah. We <laughs> give it a bit that. of a break. <laughs> We're taking a bit of a break. We're going to need it for that one. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um. So anyway, if you'd like to subscribe to the YouTube channel, how can they do that, Jaden? What can they search? Uh, just search the rewatch on YouTube. And I think we're the first one that comes up. We have a orange sort of theme, so you'll be able to find it quite easy. Lovely. All right. That's all from us. Bye for now. See ya.